36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of day once again for that Sunday conversation. Say, Coach Goins, what's popping? Listen, man, you know how it is. I'm back in from North Carolina. Had to make another run down this past weekend and uh, pay honor where honor's due. And as all of you know, I lost my aunt, but, you know, we had to run down and run back, but we're back in the great state of Virginia, and so we're so excited and have a great opportunity. And I'm not going to tell you who we have on set today yet. Uh, so let's just make sure we take care of a little bit of bills, pay the bills, so keep us rocking and rolling. So first of all, we want to thank our title sponsor, and that's Mr. Curtis Jackson. He's a broker agent benefits coordinator out of the great state of North Carolina and also now serving Southern Virginia. So for your insurance needs, please reach out to Curtis Jackson, and his, area, his telephone number is 919-614-5796. So we thank him for his continued support of basketball more than the game. So when you say, Coach, what's poppy? You know, we're going to talk a little bit about life. We're going to talk a little sports. I got a uh, super Yankee fan and New York Giants fan sitting across from me, and you guys can't see, but I can see what he has on. And I can see that NY symbol, and his lovely wife is to my left, and she's author and just, you know, tons and tons of knowledge that we've got for you today on the show. But before we get into that, we just want to make sure that we continue to thank everybody that is down this end across the United States, as well as all of our international uh, subscribers. And we certainly, certainly appreciate everybody, and we'll give you a shout-out before the the show is over. But before we get into that, I just want to kind of set the offense, defense of what we're going to be doing. The first part of the podcast, as we always say, is called Fast Break. And we will find out who we got in the, as we call it, in the gym today. We're actually not in the gym. We are live on, uh, actually, we're at Victory Worship Center in Stanton, Virginia. If those of you don't know uh, about uh, Victory Worship Center, that's your fault because you've heard us talk about it on the show. But so happy to have Mr. and Mrs. Pat and Cliff Copper. Uh, with us today. So welcome to Basketball More in the Game. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, not a problem. So, hey, listen, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. So you said, Coach, man, what's this about today? Because I'm telling you, what we always say, you got to lean, listen, and learn. Because Coach Goins, along with the, the great guests that we have on the show today, is going to be talking about life and what motivates people and the things that they've done to be successful in life. So with that, we're going to kind of kick it off. And we're always going to be uh, politically correct and do the right thing. So we're going to actually have uh, Miss Copper. We're going to start with her first. She is an author. She's also a business uh, owner. So, Pat, if you don't mind, if you don't uh, just tell tell a listening audience who you are, and 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 once you tell them uh, tell us who you are, let's kind of just go ahead into uh, your book. And I see you have it with you today. And appreciate you bringing that out, and we really want to highlight that. So, at this time, uh, we'll just ask Pat to introduce herself, and we'll get started. I'm Pat Copper. I authored a book, A Father's Love. I also am a trainer, teacher speaker. I've owned several businesses. I owned an accounting and tax business for 20 years. I owned a real estate investment business for 10 years, and I did financial counseling for several years as well. I'm sorry. So most of my experience has been in finances, but when I wrote the book, I found that my grammar skills were not up to par. Okay. As a matter of fact, my oldest daughter's professor said, there are some rules to grammar. (laughs) So my poor education showed up when I went to write the book. No, you're fine. But 
when I actually got out and had the opportunity to speak about the book, I found out that I was a nervous wreck, that I didn't want to speak in front of people, but that would be the only way I could promote the book. It was suggested that I learn how to speak in front of people. So I went at that wholehearted. I joined Toastmasters, okay. which is an international communications club. I was suggested for anyone who needs confidence, who wants to speak, who's going to be in front of people, and who wants opportunity, because it affords you opportunities to speak. Once I started speaking, the doors open up, and I've had the opportunity to speak in conferences, in churches, youth groups, business groups, all kinds of social clubs. You know, that, that's awesome. So, you know what? So, folks, you're like, you know, you know this pack, and how's this coming about? Listen, as always, challenging folks that are listening to the show. Always, you know, never underestimate the power of uh, partnership and, and knowing people and tapping into the talent that's around you. So, listen to what Miss Copper is really framing out. You know, she, she had an opportunity, so she started putting a little her craft to work and penmanship and, and realized that, you know what, she needed to, to, to maybe take a step back and, and find her way. And she did that, and she joined Toastmasters. So, as we continue to, to plow into this uh, in-depth conversation, I really want you to, to the takeaways is not what she didn't do, but what she had to do to continue to push through this entire process. So before we continue that, I, I've got to go ahead and cross, this, uh, cross the mic over here and, and bring in her, uh, what I call a, a Mr. Mr. Cliff Copper, her husband, who is, you know, I've had the great uh, owner and uh, um, I'm going to say the you know, just great opportunity knowing this fine couple. It's hard to believe almost 13 years now. Uh, from the first time I saw this couple, you know, I knew they were uh, they had a set standard. I knew they were they were leaders. But uh, just Mr. Cliff Cop, if you don't mind introducing yourself, tell us a little about uh, what you do and the passion that you bring every single day. Thanks, Coach. Yes, sir. My name is Cliff Copper, better known as Doctor Copper around these parts. <laughs> I'm a retired pharmacist. I pharmacist for 40 some odd years. Uh, before that I was a pharmacy tech and that gave me a head, head start in the pharmacy business. So I've been dispensing medication and medical knowledge for the last 40 years. Wow. But as I always say, you're never too old to continue your education, to continue learning. Well, we've continued learning in pharmacy and it has changed tremendously. Now we're doing flu shots and, and all kinds of dispensing. Back in the day, we used to make pills from scratch. Wow. So, That's my wife is being modest. Okay. <laughs> now she, she was talking about Toastmasters. Enough mm -hmm. about me. Okay. She was talking about Toastmasters. She started the Toastmasters Club in Augusta County. How about that? They did not have a club. She used to go all the way to Harrisonburg, which is in Rock, Rockingham County, mm -hmm. about an hour, no, no about, about 40, minutes, 45 yeah. minutes away mm -hmm. every week. So she said, I want to start one here. So she had the wherewithal, the same passion that she had to write a book. She started a club. Right. And she's a co-founder of 
Augusta Toastmasters. You know what? So, folks, you know what? Don't ask me and don't call me and ask me why the cop is on the show. So it's self-evident why they're on the show. Because, again, every week we try to make sure that we stay cutting edge and be able to tap into resources that, you know, you don't have to travel, you know, hundreds of miles away. You know, these people are in your county. So just, you know, sit back and uh, tune us in as we continue to, to spend time with the coppers this afternoon. So, uh, Dr. Cliff, we certainly appreciate uh you know, you bring in uh, the wealth of knowledge that you are going to do with uh, on the show. So, you know, you, you might not recognize this guy. Recognize this guy. He, he may be on the latest Cobra GQ. And so every time I see him, he's always super sharp, and and he puts it together top to bottom. Uh, and that's no small takeaway. So it's always a pleasure to to see him when he comes through the door. Not just to check him, you know, check him out and see what the latest greatest foot gag that he has on. But he's always, and again, you know, as I always tell the folks, you know, you look sharp, feel sharp, and you're going to perform sharp. So we certainly appreciate that. All right, so let's go ahead and get back into uh, the Father's love. So, and this this is the book uh, that Miss uh, Pat Copper wrote. So if you don't mind, if you'll tell our listening audience where. How did, where did the thought process come in? How did the book, where, let's take us from, if you don't mind, let's go back in time. Take us from day one and how all of this came about. I've had notes for years, and I heard God say, write the book. Okay. And the book was the last thing I wanted to do. Wow. I did not want to put out there. I had hid all those things inside for years and years. I had talked to my husband about it, mm-hmm. but I never told him how I felt about it. So there was a lot of hurts. And when God said, write the book, I thought he just wanted me to write it down on paper so that I could heal it. But his plan was much bigger than that. Because once I wrote it down, I put it on the shelf, I walked away from it, and then he said, write the book. And I found that in writing it, not only did it heal me, but when I go out to speak to people, that it does the same for them. They find out that there's other people who've had hurts, and you move on. You don't let that stop you. Okay, if you don't mind, can I ask a question here? When when you wrote the book, what was the time period between writing the book and saying, I'm going to, to publish this? What is? It was long. It was about seven years from wow. the time I first started. And I started hearing all the time, write the book, and then I tried to put it off the last time. I said, okay, when I finish my work, because I was doing taxes, Mm -hmm. I'll write the book. And then I could hear inside, you finished your taxes, write the book. Wow. And it just started coming all the time. So I got to the point where, okay, I'm going to do this. And it was, you had to live it to write it. And I had to live the past which I didn't really want to do. I just wanted to hide the past. I thought I had did a really good job of just smoothing everything over. I got married. I've moved past. I was living in a place where no one knew anything about me. Okay. When I mentioned it to my pastor, he said, do you have any proof? Wow. Yeah. So I started to get proof for him. And when I brought him the proof, he had had been so long, he forgot that he asked me. But it was healing. And it not only, I waited until my children were, the youngest one was 18. Okay. And I just wrote the book and I put everything that I could in it. And every time I go out to talk about it, if I'm not careful, you get into living it all over again. And it's not something that I want to live unless I'm helping someone else. Okay. All right. So, that, again, we just appreciate the transparency and, and you sharing that with us. So, here, here's, a, I've got, of course, I've got, uh, 
a couple of things here that I really want to, to tap into and reference. Again, folks, here's the thing. Uh, it's uh, a father's love, and, and we're not going to – she's not going to go into the details because we're going to challenge you to, to – to pick up a copy of that and and read it uh, read it for yourself. And again, we just appreciate the transparency uh, on that. So when you say and and from the and I'm going to say that the hurtful past and to be able to go out in public speak, you recognize that you needed to to, to add a little more to the, the armor, if you will, and yes. and leverage Toastmaster as uh, as Dr. Cliff brought that out is to be able to say, okay, I'm going to Harrisonburg mm-hmm. now. Not just, and I know you, you know, you having starting the, the the club here in Augusta County, you impacted more people than just yourself. So if you don't mind, talk about your transformation from Rockingham County, bringing it to Augusta County, forming a club here, and the impact of the people that you had with Toastmaster in Augusta County. If you don't mind sharing that. Okay, there were a few people in Augusta County who wanted to start a club as well. So we met, and things started to roll. It was way more work than I ever anticipated that I would have had to do. Okay. If I knew it had been so much work, I would have kept driving to Harrisonburg. <laughs> <laughs> but Cliff was by my side. Okay. Every time he could, he was with me at the meetings. I could have never been there. I've been there now four and a half years. Wow. I could have not stayed at Toastmasters if he had not been by my side. It's been a good learning experience. We both have learned. I've achieved pretty much what I want to achieve through Toastmasters. I became what they call a distinguished Toastmaster, which is a high honor. Okay. I was made the area director of the year. So I've achieved quite a bit through Toastmasters. I did learn how to speak. I learned how to put endings on words <laughs> sometimes. You have something you want to say? <laughs> he looks like he wants to I give it say you. Go ahead, sir. But you received the Distinguished Toastmaster designation in record time. That's correct. They have never seen anyone in the state of Virginia get to Distinguished Toastmaster in the time that you achieved. Wow. So that's well, that's quite an accomplishment. Yes. And this goes to when I met her. Okay. She told me her story okay. when I met her. Yes, sir. I was in love at first sight anyway. Okay. But she told me her story, and from where she was to where she had been when I met her okay. was amazing. I said, I got to have this woman in my life. She's, she would be an asset to being, I was totally selfish at the time. Okay. She and I would be unstoppable. We would just go far. So it's, it's happened. And she's right. I was with her for Toastmasters initially to help her out, but I realized that I can never stop learning. No matter how, how old you are, you can never stop learning. And I could improve my speaking. And it we were on, what were we on? National television? Yes. Fox News? Fox Business. Fox Business as examples of people who have gained certain financial freedom. You know what? That's, that, that's awesome, folks. So you see, they're, they're, they know what they want Fox News now to hear on basketball more in the game. So We're at the top now. You know, <laughs> can't go any further you, than I, this. I tell you what, you know, so, and, and, and that's the thing. And, again, I just can't thank them enough for their time and their talent just you know, just to stop by and, and share with us, you know, today just to being able to, you know, how do you – and, and I, here's the thing I want you guys to, to frame out is husband and wife coming together, one has a goal, one understands that, you know, they've got to do this together for, you know, not just for for her, but for both of them. And they were able to, you know, 
come together and not just, okay, we're going to do this for ourselves, but look how they were able to, to bless people just in our county and then be recognized uh, on the national network and then be able to walk away, you know, better. And that's, you know, that's what it's all about. That's what we're trying to do here at Basketball More in the Game is just provide a platform for people not to have to go out and, and dig so deep in their pocket to where, you know, it's creating financial hardships, but to be able to, to tap into, you know, the, the sharp people that we have in Augusta County and even, you know, some of the various states that we visited to be able to ask them for a few moments of their time to be able to, so our listening audience can tap in. And just because you may be on that edge and you may say, well, you know, how do I find that decision? How do I make that decision, you know, to move on? And when you have a caliber, you know, well, you know what, let's call it what it is. Let's, let's call it, you know, we're going to go ahead and title this one the Dynamic Duo. Uh, just because we've got, uh, you know, Cliff and Pat Copper here. Uh, and as I say, you know, he's not, I'm just not saying it because he's a Yankee fan. He has on the nice gray Yankee <laughs> top. Uh, we'll talk about that before the show's over. But, you know, kind of just getting back into the thing, uh, think of things with the book. Now, uh, I'm, you have brothers and sisters. Is I that have, correct? I had one brother. Okay, one brother. He's deceased. Okay, so in that, in what, if you don't mind sharing with us, as you were preparing for the book, did you share that with your brother? Is that something that you, if, if you don't mind sharing, is, you know, how did you, how did that come about to be able to, you know, engage in that conversation and say, hey, listen, this is, this has affected me. How do we go public with that? Well, I told my brother I was going to write a book and he laughed okay. because he's the one who's artistic. He's the one who could write. He could write poetry. He could do a lot of things. I was not the one, but he didn't write, want to write the book. He didn't want to write the story. I figured I would not put him in the book. I would let him write his own story, but he died before I finished. Oh. I stopped writing the book after he died, and it was Cliff who encouraged me for him to go ahead. And then we put him in the book. I wrote his wife, and I said, these are the things I'm going to say about him. Is it okay for you and your children? And she said, yes, that's not even half of what happened. He encouraged me. He would read the parts. Of course, the bottom of the book was mm -hmm. not done. He would read parts of it, and then we would argue. Someday I, I would get two letters from him, two phone calls, two letters. Sometimes if I was going out to work, I couldn't even read his letters before I left. That's how intense it was. He was concerned about every word that I wrote. Wow. And we argued about it. And some of the last things I would say to him, I said to him, it had to do with our mother. I, he was dying, mm -hmm. and I said, you have to forgive her. And he said, I, I've tried. Wow. Wow. So it was tough. But the one thing I would like to tell yes, your yes, listeners please. who are young mm -hmm. people, to not let anything stop them. When I went back to school, I always wanted to go to school, but I had no money. We're talking no money. We had to choose whether to eat or whether to buy a tire for the car or to buy gas or, or whatever. It, it was just very tough, but determination made me get through school. As a matter of fact, my education was so poor that I could barely read when I entered college. The fact that I made it through college, and not just college, a master's degree is a miracle in itself. You know, so folks, you know, as we continue to to plow into this, and uh, it is uh, we haven't even, you know we haven't even scratched the surface. Uh, so what we're going to do real quick, we're going to take about a thirty second break, and we'll be back after this commercial break. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back again. So, hey, before we uh, get rocking and rolling, we just want to recognize, uh, give a couple shout-outs. So, don't forget, uh, if you are interested in uh, recreational sports, please plug in to Act Sports, again, based here in Augusta County. And it uh, registration for basketball is alive and well right now. Registration is going to be running through next Tuesday. So, you can register at www.playactsports.com for your basketball needs. So, that is wide open. Uh, rec the rec basketball for young boys and girls ages from 6 to 15 uh, so we would love to have you out so again playactsports.com for your basketball needs also don't forget to uh, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean.com and we want to thank all of our international uh, subscribers the folks from Australia, Japan, United Arab Emirates, uh, United Kingdom, Finland, Germany, uh, Germany Netherlands, Canada, Dominican Republic, New Zealand, Albania Germany, Ireland, Kuwait, uh, Tunisia, and Vietnam. So all of you folks that are dialing us in, we certainly, certainly appreciate the feedback, the emails. Keep them flowing. Keep us running. Uh, and we certainly appreciate everything that you're doing for us as we trying to get the word out. So let's go ahead and get back in. So we're going to give uh, Miss Pat a couple minutes break as we slide back over and talk to none other than Mr. GQ himself, Dr. Cliff Copper. So and what we're going to do uh, – Dr. Copper is going to give us a little bit of insight into the book, uh, and uh, Doc will go ahead and toss it over to you, and if you'll give us a little insight on a father's love. Well, Coach, I have to give you a lot of credit. You call me Mr. GQ. I'm just trying to keep up with you. Watch out, now. Watch <laughs> out. Watch out. No, no, time. sir. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> uh, I just want to, first of all, I just want to give a shout-out to all the troops that are around the world, Amen. especially in Kuwait. We had a, a nephew that was stationed in Kuwait. Actually, he was in Kuwait. Iraq, Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. His last station was in Hawaii, so oh, he's I, in can't, in I can't miss <laughs> him right now. <laughs> hey, I, is he in Maui? Do you yeah. know <laughs> he was in he was in Oahu. Okay. We were there Oahu. With him last year. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then we shot that? over to Maui. Well, we, oh, yes, sir. Well, appreciate his service, no yes. doubt. He's a, a really fine young yeah, man. He's a fine gentleman. Mm -hmm. I think he's attained the rank of captain right yes. now. Okay. I was yeah. actually I was an ROTC and that was our um, battalion headquarters was Campbell University. I know it know it quite well. He's yeah. a very respectful young man. Yeah, proud. It, yeah, really proud of him. Stays in touch. He's a good family man. Takes care of his children and wife. Yeah, he's just someone that any young person could look up to. You know how about that? So does it does it come to the VA much or stateside or what I'll do? I tell you what we're gonna do. Uh, we'll I'll just uh, see if we can get some contact information. We can do it you know, via telephone interview, so we can. You know, it's Veteran Day. You know, Veterans Day is you know vastly approaching, so it'd be a great, uh, great segue right. into that. So we'll we'll definitely partner up after the show and, and make some contacts and, and see if we can't have him on the show. Excellent, appreciate that. That's, you know, that's what we're all. You know, well, here's the thing, folks. Here, the, you know what, folks? What y'all just y'all heard feedback, and and Coach Goins kind of pushing the envelope as we continue to try to bring folks. Uh, that our listening audience wants to hear. So if you have ideas and you know people that's out there, please share them and get in contact, and then we'll make it happen, and we'll try to get that show out to you. So, again, we're going to toss it back over to uh, Dr. Copper. Thank you, Coach. Yes, sir. This book inspired me as I read it, and I know the story. Okay. Uh, it's a double meaning, a father's love. It's not only my wife's father's love, but it's love of 
God the Father, okay, that pulled her through. And she lost her mother at an early age. I believe it was 15, 16, 16 years old. And the love of her father and God the Father pulled her through. Now, I don't want to go into details, but it was a traumatic experience. Both her and her brother saw the death of her, her mother mm -hmm. right before their eyes. She was shot to death. And she just slumped over in the car. And her grandmother pulled her through. The prayers of her grandmother helped. So she, she had a support group helping her through. Mm -hmm. And like I said, when I heard the story on our first date, I don't know whether she's trying to get rid of me or... <laughs> like, okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and finish up. I got to go to work early but, in the morning. But I was, I was sitting there with my, my mouth open, and we had just come from... I remember the first date like it was yesterday. Yes, sir. We, saw, we went to a movie. We saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Then after that, we sat on the couch and just talked until 3 o'clock in the morning and told me the whole story. And that was it. She, on my behalf, I okay. wasn't trying to get rid of him. Okay. I just thought, I don't need to waste a lot of time. You if cut, he's, yeah, cut, cut through the chase. That's right. right. Come on. If come he's on. not going to like me because of my past, <laughs> I'm gonna put that we, we need to just stop right now okay. and just walk away. No, but, but from what she had come through, she had put herself through college mm -hmm. with two kids from a previous marriage. Put herself through junior college, then through college. Then she had a prestigious job at Johnson & Johnson in New Jersey. That's where we met. Mm -hmm. I said, boy, I thought I would. I had done a lot right. going through pharmacy school, but nothing compared to what she went through. So, so I encourage everyone to go out and, and read A Father's Love. It's on Amazon right now. You can get it digitally, or you can send an email to patcopper.com. That's exactly right. So we you know what that's exactly you know what we, even though uh, Doc just tossed that up, we gonna make sure that we uh, we get that out, and we also, if you don't mind, uh, Pat, we'll put that in our uh, uh, intro to the show. And so, therefore, uh, those of you that are again up around the around the globe, as we always say, around the globe, and follow basketball more in the game, uh, please reach out, and we'll also uh, try to you know, get that information to you, uh, so you be able to uh, to uh, you know just take a little bit of time. You know, pull that, and I love the cover. I mean, if you see the cover, and again, I don't want to get in that, but it'll just make you do your homework uh, to be able to get into that. Because there is, there is, you know, behind all great books, there is a true meaning in the cover. And when you see this cover, I, I'm, I'm sure you'll be able to to dial that in. So, hey, you know what? Let's let's talk about this right here. As we kind of, you know, first first part of the podcast we call fast break. Now we call the second uh, part of the po podcast in the paint. We call it in the paint because that's when we start peeling the onion back and find out who this two dynamic duo is. So we know that they they, they met each other in New Jersey, and so you guys can stop asking and stop emailing me uh, next week about you know well, why was he a Yankee fan? So he you know, so he's from he, he's he's from up around that uh, up around that way, and they met in New Jersey. So they went out on a date, and you saw the first movie with Raiders of the Lost Ark and all that good stuff. But when did you know? And I'm gonna start with you, Miss Pat. When did you know? Dr. Cliff was, he was, the, he was the one. I liked him right away. Oh, wow. But okay. <laughs> See, it was the GQ. I told you, I told you it was sharp now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But I'm a cool person too. Okay. So All right. I just held things <laughs> in place. Okay. I was ladylike. Okay. And he had to pursue me. 
So I, I got to ask this question. If I don't ask this question, I'm going to fall off this chair. So in 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 his GQ-ness, right? In his was he sharp? Was he sharp back then as he is today? Oh yeah, always. Always, always. Yes. Starch, right? And pants yeah. with the crease and the and the shoes is not you know top notch and stepping stepping high and looking sharp. Now when I first met him, he okay. had an afro out to him. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. That was yeah. the seventies. Yeah. You know, I understand. I mean, no, folks. He doesn't have. He's not. You know, he's not going for the double for you know link from the mod squad. <laughs> so no, he, he he's tapered it down. Got a nice cut and, and looking distinguished. Uh, but that yeah, that's great. And I appreciate you. Appreciate you sharing. So c c come on now, Doc. I'm not gonna let you off the hook that quick. So you, you say it was love at first sight. Oh yeah. She walked in the pharmacy, and I had a tech. I usually have an assistant. Okay. Takes the prescriptions in, gets the name and address and whatnot. So I called the tech over and I said, his name was Bryson at the time. I said, Bryson, come here. I'll, I'll wait on her. So I took the prescription. Okay. I'm writing down name, address, phone number, date of birth, doing anything Saturday night. <laughs> she, she was shocked. Right. She said, no. I said, do you mind if I call you? She said, no, she was scared. She just wanted to get out of there. Right. People are lining up in the back, back of her. Everybody's oh, leaning over, that? trying to look. What, what is he doing up there? But she said, yes. But then I was so excited. I had a prior commitment that Saturday. Ooh. So I had to cancel the date and then wait till the next Saturday. Ooh. See, my Ooh. best friend, I committed with my best best okay. friend to go somewhere. Okay. So we talked on the phone. And we talked on the phone for hours. We would fall asleep on the phone, just talk, talk, mm -hmm. talk, talk. So that's how we started out, just talking. And that's how we became best friends. Before we even went out on the first date, we were phone buddies. So that was back in the day before you couldn't text. Oh, sure, right. Couldn't Facebook. You're just couldn't. holding the phone. Holding, holding the real phone. phone. <laughs> hold the phone until 2 o'clock and I fall asleep right. and then wake up. Arrived that Saturday, I didn't have on my pharmacy jacket. Okay. So she didn't recognize me. She oh. looks at me and says, I guess that's him. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so that's how the first, that's how we met. That's the first date, and that's. You know what? So been together ever since. So let me let me frame this out. As as I you know, as I'm sitting here again, I'm just not sitting here on the other side of the mic. Just sitting here. I'm, I, I listen to folks. Um, <laughs> You know, so what I what I'm what I'm putting together here, and I want to share this publicly, is from day one it was communication, yes. open, open and honest and effective communication. So through their life together, and 
and think about what we talked about earlier, and we're going to touch on that here in a few seconds. Now, then, you know, fast forward it, and then they do Toastmasters and learning to communicate at a at a at a at a, a big time level, even on the national scene. So when you saw their when they so my, my my here's my call out to the to the young folks, and as you you know, ball players are getting out, and you got girlfriends, and some of you may be getting serious. So it, it's effective communication, it's open and honest communication, but then. You know, through the process and the mode of learning, they never stopped learning how to communicate effectively. You know, so they went through Toastmaster and started the Toastmaster and continued to, to work with people here in Augusta County. They still use communication. So what Coach is hanging his hat on is, you know, what makes a strong, strong marriage is effective communication. You're working through, you know, issues and opportunities that we all face in marriage and then realize that, you know what, think about it. On the first date, she shared her entire life. She shared her struggle. She shared her pain, and through that, you know, you know, Doc was able to sit there and 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 understand that and, and deal with it. And like, as he said, he's been blessed by the book. So, with that, let's turn this back over to the the person of the hour or, or the the author of the book, Miss Miss Pat Copper. So, as I look, and I really don't want to share um, the the cover and give that challenge uh, to the folks. Can you, if you don't mind, share with us what inspired you to develop the the cover of the book the way it looks. It was tough even getting getting to a name. I would come up with a name. Okay. And Cliff is more artistic than I am. Okay. I'm a numbers and facts person. I would ask him over and over, years, is this a good title? No. Mm. Is this a good title? No. That's negative. So it was always going back to the drawing board. And I think God gave me the title because it was the first time that he said yes after I showed him the title. Then we tried to come up with some something that went along with it. And I asked Aaron Tinsley, <coughs> uh, Tinsley Design Studio, and I told him what I, my book was, and I asked them to give me some designs. And when I saw this one, I knew that was the right one. Yeah, yeah I tried to give him one of a, of a man holding a little girl's hand. Mm -hmm. And he drew that out, but this took first place. So again, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to make it a homework assignment and, and challenge all of our subscribers and listeners um, to, 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 to seek out the cover that I'm having an opportunity to sit here and uh, take a look at. And as we continue uh, this Sunday conversation with this uh, absolutely dynamic couple. Uh, so let's talk about let's talk about. Toastmasters, let's talk about the finished product, talk about going in. And so as you talk to your audience, how do you, and I know you shared with this earlier, but I just want to kind of take a little, uh, a little deeper look into this. How do you, how do you have that conversation about the book and not end up back into or bringing up things to, how have you been able to share your story? And be able to, to share it and not relive it. If that's if, if I'm posing that the right way to you. Well, I don't think it's possible to really tell it and not live it. Okay. Because each little part, when I talk about my brother, mm -hmm. if I go certain places, it will bring me into the past. Okay. If I talk about my grandmother, it will bring me into the past. I've given speeches on all of them. And I have tried to bring it down, bring it down where I can give the speech mm -hmm. without tears okay. and without my voice breaking. It's not easy, 
But if you can help someone with your story, that makes it all worthwhile. If I'm going to give you part of myself, then you have to really get something out of it. Wow. Wow. That's all right, Doc. I see, I see, I see it racing over there. Go ahead. You got the mic. With that, I've seen my wife grow and become less fearful over the years. The love of the Father, the love of God, has really cast out the fear in her. Wow, that's true. When I first met her, she was afraid of the dark. Now, no. It's the love of the Father, God the Father, which has cast out fear in her. She used to have panic attacks. Gone. So by faith, walking with God, she has cast out that fear. That fear is gone. So now she can talk. Now she's given talks in Toastmasters in chapters of the book. Now she can make those speeches without breaking down, without quivering, without shaking, because she has the love of God. And she can boldly just go up there and tell her story and bless other people. And, 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 and you know what? That, that, that's why this segment is called In the Paint. As we continue to, to find you know, what, what makes an individual uh, unique, what makes individuals successful, it's just, you know, when, when you listen, man, it's just, it, as my, my mind just, run, I'm, I'm running at a thousand miles an hour just sitting here listening to, to this fantastic couple and about the, you know, just, you know, as a, as a young, as a young married guy, and I say young married, I'm 50, I've been married 25 years. But uh, in that, you, you always look for, you know, you look for people that, you know, as they say, iron sharpens iron. You know, you look and you see people that have been successful in what they do. You see, you know, see people and, and they've reached, you know, that, that the pinnacle of retirement to be able to say, I don't have to get up and do this every day because I retire now. You know, so as that, I want to thank you all for, for being, you know, the light uh, since I've been in the area almost, like I said, early, almost 13. It's hard to believe I'm uh, going on going to be, be 14 years here in the, in a couple months, but uh, you guys have always set an example. You guys have always set the bar. You all guys have always presented yourself as, as true professionals. And now that I have the you know, opportunity to sit down uh, and have you on the show, I just, again, I want to thank you for that. But also, just, you know, you, you never know who's watching. True. You never know who's watching. And, and in this, and as we continue to celebrate the, the book and the, and the work that you've done, uh, and, and getting the story out, and as we continue to, to challenge our listeners, you know, one of the things I, I, I want to you know, tap into as we as, as we start closing this down, you hear uh, Dr. Cliff, you know, talking, you know, talking about the Father's love, and I know you all have been at Victory Worship Center um, for numerous years. You've seen the church from a baby, I'm almost almost from like a beta stage, you know, to now to where we, we've increased in, in the amount of buildings that we have and. And, and the things that we're, we're uh, moving towards. So with that, how about you all sharing? And I want to actually, actually let uh, Ms. Pat go first, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, what the church has, has meant to you and leveraging that into what, you know, how it has helped you uh, with the book. And I know uh, uh, Dr. Cliff holds a, a very, very uh, esteemed uh, leadership role here in the, in the church, and we'll, we'll, we'll tie into him in a minute. But if you don't mind sharing, well, what Victor Worship, Victory Worship Center has meant to you in your years that you've been here? Victory Worship Center is everything to me. 
I don't come from this area. I don't have any family here. I, I have no reason to be here except the Victory Worship, the pastor, the people here at Victory Worship Center. I've made friends. And the church that you go to means everything. It is your life. And for me, it, that was really important because Cliff previously said, I was afraid of everything. <laughs> Most people think they are afraid. The fear that I had was way past anything that most people, I've only ever met one other person who had experienced such fear. I'm sure there's other people. Mm -hmm. But I was afraid of men. Well, that's half of the population. I was afraid of darkness. That happens every day. I was spending my whole life trying to compensate for all the fear I had. I've learned so much here at Victory Worship Center. It helped me to get past. It was here that I wrote the book. I don't think without the background that I had and what I learned in church, I would not have been able to do it. I would not have been strong enough. The first time when the book was published and I was standing in church and I had my hands raised mm -hmm. and I was just praising God and I heard, now everybody knows your story. You can't hide it anymore. And I thought to myself, God told me to write it and if he told me to write it, he can protect me. And it's because of being here and knowing these things that I was able to do that. And it's helped me to grow immeasurably. I mean, just stepping out and doing all kinds of things, starting businesses, starting Toastmasters, doing all kinds of things, just putting my trust in God. I used to write on my sheet every year, get out of debt, get out of debt. You never stop, you never give up. Well, in 2015, we got out of debt totally out of debt. God is good. And you learn that in church. There is no substitute. And there's no substitute for a good church. And Victory Worship Center is a good church. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that, Miss Pat. All right there, Doc. Man, I tell you what. Man, y'all are laying y'all are laying this down, man. And I tell you when the email, you know what? But that's what it's about. And I pre and again I can't thank you all enough. Uh, because that's that's our goal. It's yeah. just to make sure that we're providing a platform for people to hear from successful people, people um, that are out uh, and that can make a difference. So if you don't mind sharing, Doc. When we first moved down here about 20 years ago, we were at a faith church of about 5,000 people. Yeah, one service. One service. And we moved down here. We were searching for a church. We went to a local church. Nice people. But we needed more. We needed teaching. We needed not just preaching, but we needed teaching of the Word of God. So we called back home for church. Well, there's this other church called Stanton Victory Christian Center. It was way out in the country. Now, we were from the city. Okay, right. So we searched and searched for this church. There were about 25 people in the church. Yes. No bigger than this room. It has come a long way, but the teaching was there. We were gaining knowledge, and we were growing, and this is the environment we wanted to raise our kids in. Now, one thing I would like to say yes, is sir. people are wondering why people act out. It's because they fear. They're afraid of something. Even if it's just somebody cuts you off in traffic, 
What are you afraid of? You're afraid your pride is going to be hurt. You're afraid you might have had an accident. If you have faith, it'll drive out that fear. Everybody that's acting out the way God did not intend for you to act out is afraid of something. It's that fear that's driving you to do this. So when you hear somebody is running over somebody in the street or somebody is shooting somebody, the news media will say, well, why did he do that? Well, it goes back to ultimate is fear. That's what. And you, you need teaching to get rid of that fear. You right. need the word of God to get rid of that fear, to build up your faith. Everybody has faith. Everybody has faith. When you go through the green light, you have faith that the guy over there is going to stop when he sees red. Come on. That's, that's just exactly. worldly faith. That's right. Everybody has faith. So you just build up that faith. And as you said, keep learning. Keep learning. Also, I'd like to yes, a shout out. You have your Axe shirts, the Axe Sports shirt on. Yes, sir. I'd like to make a shout out for Axe Sports. We're involved in SOAR. I forgot what SOAR means. What does SOAR mean? I have to look it up. <laughs> it's, a, it's a communication class mm -hmm. for the athletes of Axe Sports. Mm -hmm. And it has something to do with accepting responsibility. Right. Yes. yes. We help these young athletes to communicate. It is very important because if they move on in sports, people look up to them. Yes. They will have to know how to communicate. You cannot go in front of ESPN and say, yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not communication. Correct. Make your point. That's why I'm a Yankee fan. They know how to communicate. Come on. Come on. He's bringing it. He's bringing it. <laughs> if you watch Aaron Judge after the game, he acknowledges his teammates. He never takes credit for himself. And I admire that. He's a great communicator. And he is he's in his 20s, early 20s. Mm -hmm. Ma mature beyond his age. But I want to encourage young athletes out there to practice communication. Go somewhere where you can get knowledge and communicate it. Toastmasters is good. And for local athletes out there, come to Act Sports, take the SOAR classes. About that. And we certainly appreciate you sharing. So listen, folks, as we start to, to put the wine down on this show, and you know what? I'm telling you, you're going to be blowing me up, but that's okay. That's what we're here to do. Hit us up, and we're going to be pumping out the information as hard as we can. And you want to know who Pat and Cliff are, you make sure you dial into our show this, uh, this Sunday for this Sunday conversation with the dynamic duo of Augusta County. So but before we close, we're definitely going to toss it back over to uh, Miss Pat one more time. And if you don't mind, just give us, you know, the, again, the title of the book, we can, where we can find it, and we will definitely uh, get that information out to you folks in our title. Uh, so when you go on, you'll be able to have that little, in, in our bio, you'll be able to, to drop down and have that information. But I just want her, I want you to hear from her uh, this last swing around in reference to A Father's Love. A Father's Love, Patricia Ford Copper, that's my name. It's an inspirational memoir. You can get it on Amazon in digital form. If you want a hard copy book, you can contact me directly at p.copper, C-O-P-P-E-R, at yahoo.com. I'll send you a book. The cost is $10, and that'll include shipping. I love people reading the story because I love what I think it does for people. I love what I've heard, the results that people get from it. 
it makes a good gift. If you know someone who could use uplifting, it will do it for them. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. So we're going to toss it over one more time and, and bring it in. Cause I, you know, here's the thing. You know what? I, this is a sports show. My guys are like, throw me out if I don't hear it. You know, so, so, so Miss Pat, if you don't mind, we're going to take a little sidebar real quick. And we're going to talk, talk a little bit about it. So, hey, listen. Why did they fire Joe Girardi? I don't understand that. Well, they want new blood. They want young team, new blood. Joe Girardi is X and o, X's and O's guy. He's a no-nonsense guy. I guess they want to lighten it up, play a little looser. So I I guess that's why they fired him. I wow. think it was a mistake. Right. I think he should have hung in there one more year to solidify the team, get a, a good, solid base, and go on from there. Then they could hire someone. And, and I know, uh, unfortunately, I know your Giants aren't playing. Coach, I would have worn, gi- well. worn my Giant. <laughs> I would have my Giant sweater, but they're one and six, and it's a good thing we had a bye week this right. week. But hopefully, we can do it. You Turn know. it around with the Rams this week. But then, you know, and I won't even mention the, the New York Knicks. Yeah. But hey, beat the Cavaliers the other night. I tell you what, man, they on they are on that hey. ski, and I'm just like, man, what is going on? I don't know if it's uh, you know, I, and I know they're just trying to find their way and. Yeah. It's it's a long 82 game grind, but uh, hopefully that hopefully they'll bounce back. But listen, we want to thank both of you so so much for your time and your talent, and and just you know coming out and just spending the afternoon and just making this Sunday conversation just as great as it has been, and being able to again let us be on the veil and, and talk about the Father's love, and we just wish you all ble- uh, just continued blessings on your life and and what you do for each and every day. And making a difference. I mean, it's no small task, and people don't know. And as our pastors sometimes say, sometimes your horn, if you don't toot your own horn, it don't get tooted. <laughs> so we definitely want to give a shout-out for you all for what you do. So listen, folks, uh, as we start bringing the wine down, uh, as we always say, make sure uh, that you're working on your game because if you're not, somebody uh, somebody is, and you'll fall up a little short. So as we start to close, always remember our scripture verse, John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the light. So listen, I'm your host, Coach Goins, and as we always say, we will see you in the project.